Welcome, everybody, to Spotlight 814. I'm your host, Ryan Dolly, and I am in a brand new studio at Cam Studios here in Erie with my co-host, Brenna Thomler. Did you say ho-host? <laughs> I, it, there was a very soft scene. Okay. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. Um, What's up, ho-host? <laughs> very offended right now um we are in a new studio it's like with a real fancy microphones without headphones i know i don't know what to do right now my that's ears probably why, feel that's probably so why good. you can hear the c come out in the co-host it was maybe, very soft maybe we have a special guest we do he is the artistic director of the mercyhurst institute for performing arts and culture and the director of the mercyhurst theater program the man who brought us aaron Tavate. Sutton Foster, and a great party in the parking lot with Alan Cumming and Ari Shapiro. Brett Johnson. Good morning, Brett. Hello, good morning. <laughs> We're so glad you can join us Oh, here. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you get to experience this brand new studio set up with us. It's great. I'm honored. It's a little strange because we're kind of like all facing a wall. I know. <laughs> Good thing everything swivels. Yeah. You know? Yes. The chair swivel, the mic swivel. Everything. We swivel. <laughs> so, Brett, how's it going today? It's great. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I'm enjoying some time, a, a day off uh, in the midst of our production of Three Penny Opera at Mercyhurst. Oh, yes. um, Is that already open? Or? No. Okay. No, we open March 21st. But it's, I'm, I keep looking at my calendar and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much coming up in the next <laughs> month. But it's all exciting stuff. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know we're going to talk about some of it, but I'm just taking care of life stuff today, right? right yeah, yeah. Right. No, that's great. Three Penny Opera is awesome. Yeah, you know, I've been waiting for, I took over the theater program in spring 2013. Oh, wow. And actually, I came to Erie, Pennsylvania to start a theater program, at, or restart the theater program at Mercyhurst. I've been wanting to do this show since I've been there, and I finally have the perfect cast for it. I have a group of seniors that are so dedicated, so talented, so intelligent, so interested in learning their craft, and a really great group of freshmen, and that bodes well for the future of the theater yeah. program. So I am so excited to be working on this piece with them but it has been we came off Anton Chekhov's The Seagull mm -hmm. right. uh, that closed on a Sunday we had Monday off auditions for Three Penny were Tuesday and then we started rehearsals for Three Penny on Sunday oh wow so <laughs> it's been kind of non-stop yeah. but how lucky are we to be working on like these two masterpieces right. in one semester what is Three Penny Opera I haven't heard of that yeah uh, it premiered in 1928 by Bertolt Brecht and Kurt Weill we're doing the American adaptation by Mark Blitzstein who also did The Cradle Will Rock okay. and it is you know the song Mac the Knife that comes from Three Penny Opera but you're probably familiar with like a jazzier rendition by Ella Fitzgerald or someone right. one of those famous you know pop singers but it's about this criminal named Mac Heath he's a terrible person actually all of the characters in Three Penny Opera are terrible people <laughs> and uh, love terrible people. exactly but they're so fun to play right yeah. the students are having a ball and just awful people doing awful things <laughs> and without getting too much into the mechanics of the plot you know brecht is saying it's not these individual people that need to change it's the system right he very famously said that theater is not or art you know theater is not a mirror to reflect reality but rather a, a hammer with which to shape it he wanted people to leave the theater get off your butts do something mm -hmm. right about this change the system 
And we've been talking a lot about the artist activist and uh, we're doing a modern dress, modern manners production because I wanted to make it more accessible to them. I yeah. wanted to make it more immediate and palpable. And I'm just really happy with the way that things are coming together and the conversations we're having. But premiered in 1928, there was a very famous American production in 1954 with B. Arthur, mm -hmm. who played Lucy. Most people would know her from the Golden Girls or Maud, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Charlotte Ray, who went on to sitcom fame. Lotte Lenya, Kerfile's widow. It was revived. I saw, actually, speaking of Alan Cumming, yes, I saw I Alan Cumming and Cindy Lauper and Anna Gasteyer, who's also been at Mercyhurst, oh, in that roundabout theater production in like the early 2000s. Yeah. I don't remember the exact date, or maybe it was a little later. 20 i don't remember sometime in the, in the I, yeah it was like early 2000s yeah, yeah um that was so great but anyway we're all jazzed to be working on the three penny opera and you know you wouldn't have you know because i'm a musical theater nerd too mm -hmm. you wouldn't have contemporary musicals like company or like cabaret without the three penny opera right. it was a game changer it was groundbreaking in terms of the way aesthetically but also the way that songs functioned in the piece so you know can trace all of those back to the three penny opera yeah that's awesome that's how many shows do you guys do like in a year usually three okay um i started with two and then i got ambitious at one one year we did like four or five okay. but you know <laughs> two to three is is more sustainable because we as of right now we don't have a theater major we have a theater minor. So I have students who are music education majors, forensic anthropology majors, intel majors, right? They came to Mercyhurst to do other things. And I have to be mindful of that and work mm -hmm. around those schedules, right? Yeah. But they do theater because number one, they love it, it's their passion. And because they're at a liberal arts university, they can do that just because it feeds their soul, just because you know it's something that makes them happy. But also they recognize that the skills that we teach in theater and in the arts are the skills that are going to help you succeed regardless of your chosen vocation, yep. right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then there are others who want to do this beyond the gates of Mercyhurst. Either they come in having a sense of, I want to do this, or I have a student who was a sports medicine major, got involved, his sister was involved in the program, and now he wants to go be an actor. So that's the plan beyond Mercyhurst, whether it be uh, an MFA acting program or auditioning or taking additional classes, but that is, you know, the direction in which his life is moving now, which is really exciting. So doing two to three shows, you know, seems more manageable given everybody's busy schedule. Plus we have all of the, I mean, they're rehearsing the shows, but they get to go to the Mayak performances for free. Yeah. All Mercyhurst students get a free ticket. So like Brayden, the student that I was just mentioning, as a freshman, he sang on stage with Kristen Chenoweth. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No she came in in the fall of 2019 okay. and invited a group of music theater and dance students to sing with her as part of her concert in the Mary D'Angelo Performing Arts Center. That's incredible. Uh, he has performed with Martin Short on the stage of the Mary D'Angelo Performing Arts Center. He took a week-long workshop with Betty Buckley last year. She's now our artist in residence, so she yes. comes back once a year. She'll be here in April, and it will again do a week-long workshop, and Braden will participate. He is one of the singers for Jessica Vosk's Masterclass this coming Thursday, and they'll do a master class with Gavin Creel 
on May 1st as well. So these are incredible opportunities for these students who want to hone their craft, who want to learn a technique, who want to learn from the best. Yeah, it's It's the best of the best. These are not people who are, you know, oh, well, you know, they hit their prime 10, 20, 30 years ago. These are people who are still incredibly busy. And that sometimes makes it difficult to book them because they're so busy. Well, um, you look at you look at Alan Cumming and Ari oh Shapiro, my gosh, like everything that they're doing right now. I know it's it's insane. Like Ari is in the Middle East one day and and then he's like singing <laughs> on stage another Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. Well, and we were getting phone calls in the weeks leading up to their concert. Right? Is, is he going to be? What we see on Instagram that he's you know he's in the Middle East. Is he is he going to be? Yes, he'll be back. And he was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like Alan Cumming is doing his show on Peacock right now. And yep. Oh, I love so the traders. I haven't seen it. I know. I, I but it I looks so to, good. Yeah. yeah, I I was in from the beginning, so I watched season one. And uh, when we went out after their concert, oh, this fa- the famous yeah, exactly after party. back in October, I was picking his brain about season two of the Traders, and he didn't you know divulge any secrets, but was <laughs> was dropping some hints uh, about this season, which is just a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, we we talked about possibly reaching out to Alan for when we go to New York and April, yeah, you know. We're going to see Cabaret. And, oh, uh, sweet. Yeah. The one with Eddie, Red- Eddie yes. Redmayne. Yeah. yeah. So we're really excited. And we thought maybe we could pop into Club Comedy. Invite him, invite him along. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> invite him along. Want to go Remember us from the parking lot of Mercy? I know, right? <laughs> I'm sure we stand out above all other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great, though. That was one of those just impromptu mm-hmm. moments that I will remember forever, Same. right? Yeah. They just popped their heads out the stage door. Oh, there's some people. Let's go say hi, yeah. right? And ended up standing there for, what, 45 minutes? Quite talking longer, to people, yeah. taking photos, signing things. Just so gracious and so happy to just meet everyone. Well, and what I loved about it was, like, it wasn't just, like, oh, did you like the show? You know, it was, like, let me show you a picture of my dog. Yep. And then let's Lala. talk. Yeah, Lala. Lala. Yeah. And and then let's just talk. You know, it yes. was awesome. We had a great time. It was a, it was a great. Like I don't know. It, it wasn't it just, even about them. Like we yeah. Ari Ari's like, hey, these are my friends that I who just did cabaret. <laughs> like two other people we was talking about. Like he introduced us to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we had a really good time and good. Know, they were they were back there double fisting their gin and tonics. Yes. in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I heard a little bit about the after party. Yeah, we all went and had a few drinks. And well, actually, I didn't because I was driving, but <laughs> other people did. Yeah. And, and had a great time. Yeah. And like you said, I will so down to earth. And, and I actually at his assistance with with some what's the word like nudging from his assistant yeah. i got him to tell a few more stories that he didn't tell on stage you know at the very end the celebrity roulette yeah, yeah. And, and it was funny because ari said he has oh gosh he has a story about everyone and it's always something strange, strange. like this yeah. strange situation <laughs> so we got a few more of those as well but what a great you know and i think about that sometimes because I even tell my students that growing up in central Pennsylvania, I did community theater, I did church pageants, they hired someone once a year to do our high school musical. But my main conduit for Broadway and for musical theater was the Rosie O'Donnell show. Okay. And I would watch it every day. 
when I got home from school, and that's where I saw B.B. Newirth and the cast of Chicago. That's where I first saw Audrey McDonald and Brian Stokes Mitchell singing Wheels of a Dream. That's where I first saw Betty Buckley and all of these other people, right, who have now come to Mercyhurst, right? So I get to, like, 16-year-old me cannot conceive of a life in which not only do I get to curate the programming for this concert series where I, we're bringing these Broadway stars to uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. but also that I get to meet them, uh, sometimes briefly, sometimes for an extended period of time, but share to share them with my students. Yes, for sure. Right? That and what I love is like with Aaron Tveit and with Sutton Foster, you know, they ask like Aaron Tveit is a, is a perfect example because we had a long conversation about what I'm doing at Mercyhurst and that first and foremost, I'm a teacher. That's why I came here. Right. And, and that I still teach. And, and that is my passion. And he asked how many students were there and, you know, and directed a lot of his patter between the songs to the students yeah. in the audience. Yeah. And I thought, how generous of him to share his stories, his insights, his guidance with these students. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they went away from that concert just on cloud nine. Yeah, it was an incredible concert. Right? Yeah, really um, that one. And so that, like, that makes the, the long days and the long weeks worth it Absolutely. Yeah. when I see the way that their lives are uplifted and in some instances transformed by these incredible artists mm -hmm. um, who mean so much to me and clearly mean so much to them and it's so exciting when you can introduce not just the students but our audiences to a new artist right mm -hmm. there are so many people who are excited about Jessica Vosk coming yeah. but there are all others like regular Mayak patrons who don't Real, they aren't as familiar with her career, mm -hmm. but they like what we do, right? They they attend all of our programming, and so they're going to encounter this phenomenal singer actress in the Mary D'Angelo Performing Arts Center and be exposed to you know her life and career and her story and her repertoire. Right, and what I love about it is you're you're not getting these these B list Broadway stars who you know they were they were famous twenty years ago. You're getting people that are, like, they're blowing up now. Mm -hmm. You have Aaron Tveit and mm -hmm. Sutton Foster who are now starring I know. in Sweeney Todd. How strange is that? Yeah. He, he uh, closed last season. Yeah. She opened this season. Pure happenstance. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was incredible. Like, I, when I saw that news come out, I was like, I just saw them on yeah. stage at Mercyhurst. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Yeah. And it's not even about the fame it's just like these people doing incredible things bringing them into a relatively small place and having that is so important for like kids to know i can i can do this yep. like they're just people too yeah and absolutely like when I, was, I went to school for uh, illustration and so they would bring in really big name illustrators mm -hmm. and even then it's like you just see them you, you make a small connection with them and you're like oh, you're doing this, maybe I can't too. You don't really feel that until you see professionals doing it in front of you. Absolutely. And, yeah, and that you see that they're just regular people like you, yeah. you know? And oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We absolutely love what you guys are doing over there. Thank you. Uh, we're going to take a really quick break. We're going to do our Warner Books coffee break, and then we're going to talk about Jessica Vosk. Great. And everything else coming up this season over at Mercyhurst. Sounds good. So we'll be right back. 
from our Warner Books coffee break. What are you drinking, Brenna? What do you think I'm drinking? <laughs> uh, straight vodka. That's exactly correct. <laughs> um, I'm drinking Reader's Rose. One day I'm going to come in here and I'm going to be like, I'm drinking uh, Don't Give Up the Drip. And I'm going to throw everybody. That would throw Everyone's going to be... Yeah. Everyone can't, won't be able to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm drinking a honey cinnamon latte. I think that's strange. I, I'm not a big fan of this one. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's just the combination. I, I was a big fan of the winter spice latte last week. I like that. Tasted like cold. Yeah, I like the I like the maple thing. <laughs> yeah, that one the, was good the maple, too. Yeah. The maple cold brew. Yeah. Big fan of the coffee over at Warner Books. Big fan of the people at Warner Books. Big, Big fan, fan of the books at, at Warner books Books. At Warner Books. So have you been to Warner Books? I have. <laughs> oh <Okay>. man. <laughs> Many times. And once again, that is Brett Johnson from Mercyhurst University. Brett Johnson's been to Warner Books. Yes, he I has. Says you should too. Yes, you should. <laughs> So that is our Warner Books coffee break. Brett, we got a, a big, big show coming up here this week. February 29th. We do. So we are kicking off our spring series with Jessica Vosk, yeah. who is perhaps best known for playing Elphaba in Wicked, first Jeez. on tour, and then joining the, the show's 15th anniversary on Broadway. She is currently in an animated series called Has Been Hotel. She has a but, well, two phenomenal albums. Uh, Wild and Free is is my favorite. And I know she'll be singing some songs from that during her concert. She was in The Bridges of Madison County. She was in Finding Neverland. She was in that most recent Broadway revival of uh, Fiddler on the Roof with yes. Danny Burstein. She has a phenomenal career. She made her solo Carnegie Hall debut in November of 2021 to critical acclaim, sold it out. Yeah. And that is the show that she's bringing to Mercyhurst University. It's called My Golden Age. It's a lot about her career because she started on Wall Street. She started in finance. Yeah. Right. And left a very lucrative career to pursue her dreams. And so she's going to talk about her journey and, and stories from the show she's been in. And you'll hear. Well, she talked about she did, recorded a little video for us that we posted yeah. on social media and, and sent out via eblast. I think you can expect to hear songs like "Nobody's Side" from Chess, probably something from Wicked, something from Bridges of Madison County, probably some pop stuff because she's so versatile. Mm -hmm. I mean, you say that about some people, but you know, but I really she mean really it is. about she Jessica really Voss. Yeah. She can sing anything, and so I, I don't want people who are like, oh, another. Broadway show, another evening of show tunes at Mercyhurst. It's not just that, yeah. right? It is that. <laughs> and yeah. she does that astoundingly well. She's a genius. But you're going to hear some other stuff, too. Um, the singers and songwriters who have influenced her and her career. And that's Thursday at 7.30 at 90 minutes, approximately, with no intermission. We have seats left. Tickets start at $20. Yeah, and this is what I want to say, right? Yeah. An important part of our mission is to make this programming available and accessible to the broadest possible audience, mm -hmm. right? So we have given away blocks of free tickets to high school students who are coming to see Jessica Vosk and who have come to other performances. We have, again, 20 bucks. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I and I think our most expensive ticket for this is is 45. But that section sold out anyway. So you cannot see these these performers pretty much anywhere else. Yeah. Right. At this cost and in this venue that I think enhances the intimacy of live performance. Mm -hmm. Acoustically great 
right? But it feels so intimate. It feels so personal. And, okay, as if it couldn't get better, she's bringing her music director, Mary Mitchell Campbell, who is an icon in her own right. Uh, she's currently the music director for City Center Encores in New York. Okay. They just did Once Upon a Mattress with Sutton Foster, right? They're doing Jelly's Last Jam right now. She was here previously with Kristen Chenoweth. So Mary Mitchell Campbell will be there. She's bringing a percussionist and her uh, backup vocalist. So okay. you're going to get a full show, right? Which is kind of perfectly sized for the Mary D'Angelo Performing Arts Center. And... The night before, Wednesday, from 6 to 9 p.m., she is doing a masterclass that is free and open to the public. She, she'll do a vocal and collaborative warm-up. She'll work with four Mercyhurst students on rep, and then she will do a career Q&A. So those four students will be participating in the masterclass, but anyone and everyone is welcome to come and sit and watch and learn and ask a question at the end and get even more excited about Thursday night's concert. Where's it taking place? In Walker Recital Hall. So, and that's on the Mercyhurst campus, okay. right? So the master class is in Walker Recital Hall, six to nine on Wednesday, free, open to the public, right? And then the following night, her concert at 7.30 in the Mary D'Angelo Performing Arts Center, we do have some seats left. And I'd love to fill as many as possible to give Jessica Vosk a warm, eerie welcome. Great, yeah. And we do have a ticket giveaway Yes. for, for Jessica Vosk. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it's going to be two tickets? Yes. We have two front orchestra seats oh, reserved my. for Jessica Vosk. You do not want to miss this concert. I cannot speak too highly of her. I just think she is the best. Yeah, it's it's going to be incredible. Her rendition of She Used to Be Mine. Oh my gosh. Me. It melts me. Oh, I know. Well, and I think you could expect to hear that on Thursday night too. <laughs> I'm going to cry so hard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Waitress is my life. Um, can I just take a brief second? I was looking at Pasman Hotel. Yeah. This looks amazing. It does, yeah. yeah. I haven't watched it, but the people that I've talked to who have love it. And I think they're recording or just recorded season two. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's on Prime. Can I read the description yeah, yeah. really fast? In an attempt to find a non-violent alternative for reducing hell's overpopulation, the daughter of Lucifer opens a rehabilitation hotel that offers a group of misfit demons a chance at redemption. <laughs> this oh, sounds man. like my kind of show. Yeah, and it's a musical. Okay, I'm sold. That yeah, I'm is sold. so here. Oh, that looks great. Yeah. I'm a fan. You said you, have you seen this? I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, I will be watching some of it today and tomorrow. Oh my gosh. And amazing. I think it's very bingeable. So I'll probably get through it before Thursday's concert. But she plays lute. So, and it looks like she's been hinting at another big project on her social media. So Jessica Vosk is, is, is busy, busy, busy. And she's only doing a handful of concerts this year. I, I think and, I saw like three or four. And Erie is one of them. That's awesome. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, yeah. So you heard it here. Two tickets. Front row. To see Jessica Vosk. So, the, what are you freaking out about over here? What's what's happening in your world? Kamiko Glenn is also in the show. Okay. She was the original Dawn and Waitress. Okay. I'm sorry. Continue. She's, she's just having panic attacks over here. I think Christian Borel is in it. I believe um, so, yeah. I forget who else. It's in a Alex, Alex Brightman. Brightman. Who was, we saw Beetlejuice. Yeah. 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 So, yes. Two front row seats to Jessica Vosk. <laughs> um, and the only way to win these tickets, we're going to do something different with it this time. You have to listen to this episode. 
So if you're not listening to this episode, you then are what's not wrong with tickets. you. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listen to this episode, send us a DM and let us know that you heard it and that you're interested. A DM on, on Instagram? On, on Instagram or... or on Facebook. Okay. And we will put you in the pot and we will announce the winners on, let's say, Wednesday. Great. Wait, what's with the, like this coming Wednesday? Wednesday night. Yeah. Great. Wednesday night. That's the masterclass, the 28th. Yep. Yes. So Wednesday at nine o'clock, we will announce it. Nice. So right after the masterclass. Perfect. We'll post it on Instagram and Facebook and we'll let you know so you can great get those butts in those seats. Great. We really appreciate that, Brett. Oh, of course. Really my pleasure. Please. Yeah. And Jessica Bosk. Come on. Um, quick question. You said that a lot of this comes through fundraising. Yes. For the program. Are there ways that the community can help? How? Absolutely. Most of our annual operating budget comes from fundraising. And so when we roll out next season, which will be in May, I want to say, I haven't set the date yet. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking early May, we usually announce our next season. There are many ways for people to support uh, the Institute. We have what's called the 501 and the Silver Circle. Those are membership societies. Like the 501 is a nod to the address of Mercyhurst University, 501 East 38th Street. And the 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 cost is $501 and you get, it's for two people. You get tickets to the soiree. You get two tickets to two other shows of your choice. You get receptions. You get all of these perks, right? And you don't have to pay it all at once. We do payment plans where some people pay over, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 months, right? So it makes it more doable. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, sponsors. Uh, we're soliciting sponsorships, usually starting in March or April for the following season. And also just by attending the performances, by buying a ticket uh, to the shows. Even if you don't know, oh, I don't recognize that name, come, ex you know, uh, discover a new artist. Like Jessica Vasquez is, is a great example, right? If, if you don't know who she is yet, come to the concert on Thursday night and I guarantee you will love what you see. She is funny. She has I think one of the most amazing voices in modern musical theater. She is funny and warm and open. You're going to get the full package. You're going to have a great night. 90 minutes, unplug from the world and experience the life affirming artistry of Jessica Vosk and live performance. That's awesome. Good advice. That, that is awesome. <laughs> you sold it. We're about to go live for our What's On 814. Are you ready, Brennan? I'm ready. Are you ready, Brett? I think so. <laughs> you don't, you don't, have, really to, you have, don't to do have to do anything. anything. Oh, no. great. The, the only thing we're going to ask you to do is kind of just repeat a little bit about Jessica Voss for our live oh, perfect on, on Facebook. Great. So we're going to go live here in three, two, one. Oh, three, two, one. <laughs> hey, guys. What's On 814? Hi, Brenna. Hi. We're Am here. I going to disappear into the wall? <laughs> you, you might. Yeah, it's a blue screen. <laughs> and we're here with Brett Johnson from Mercyhurst. And we are going to talk about everything going on in Erie, Meadville, Franklin, and at Mercyhurst. Edinburgh. Edinburgh, yeah. Is there stuff going on in Edinburgh? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay, perfect. Take it away, Brian. <laughs> okay, pretty much the same thing as last week, but there are some new things. So listen closely and carefully. Uh, so you only have two more chances to see Anastasia at, at the Academy in Meadville, and that's tonight and tomorrow. 
You should do that because it was great. It was, it was fabulous. Fa- Go see that. <laughs> um, and the next will be Fiddler, and that's in April. Uh, MCT, new thing, Boxcar Children. Did you guys read the Boxcar Children? I did, Books yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so did I. That's going to be awesome. Um, that's March 15th through the 24th. That is at the Meadville Railroad Train Depot, which is very awesome. That's interesting. Okay. That'll, that'll be a really good setting for it. Right? It's going to be awesome. Um, all in act, the murder of Roger Aykroyd is also only tonight and tomorrow. That's all you have left. Not Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> that joke is so dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, and the next thing will be Love Letters, and that's happening in March. Drama Shop, the original festival. Um, I've talked a lot about this. I won't run through like everything, but I did want to mention this week who the directors are. Uh, so Hades in the One Year Winter will be directed by B.J. Wade. Mist of Paradise is directed by Howard Lang. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and direct my own show because I'm not going to subject anyone else to this. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Howard line that's not for me. Because nobody else will understand <laughs> the way he does. <laughs> um, Delicate's musical will be directed by Anna McJunkin. But music directed by Megan Wooler, uh, Line, Drunk Words, Sober Thoughts, and License to Marry will all be directed by uh, Jassy Camacho Vera. Those are all shorts. And then the final short, which is Clearance Corner Training Video, will be directed by Carrie Lee. Oh my gosh, I don't even know her last name. Is it Hinkinson? Hinkerson? Uh, I think so. I'm so sorry. I just, I just, (laughs) I just know her as Carrie Lee. We'll just go with Carrie Lee. Yeah. Um. You guys know Carrie Lee. Um. I'll, I'll, I'll. Okay. I'm gonna keep going here (laughs) while I look this up. And she's just Carrie Lee on Facebook too. That's why I don't know her. I don't know her last name because it's not on Facebook. Carrie Lee. I'll look it up for next time. Okay. So Footlights is doing Alice Through the Looking Glass. That's going to be at PACA though. PACA just does everything. That's March fifteenth through the 24th. Other things happening at PACA, Long Day's Journey Into Night is March 8th through the 23rd. They'll have some auditions. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, The Playhouse is doing Lyle the Crocodile through their youth theater, and that's March 1st through 10th. Stage and Dinner Theater, I'm going to say this differently this week, it's the real McCoy. (laughs) (laughs) An all-new Irish comedy. (laughs) I don't remember how you said it last week. It's the real McCoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And March... 9th through the 24th, Gannon, they're going to be having their Fringe show. They're working on that right now because they're taking that to Edinburgh Fringe. That'll be happening in April. The dates haven't been announced yet. We will update you soon. Mayak, as we've been talking with Brent here. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> Jessica Voss will be coming February 29th, and you can still get tickets for that. Yes. So do it. <laughs> so Brett, go ahead and tell us a little bit about that real quick for our live audience. Oh, sure. Uh, Broadway star Jessica Vosk is coming to Mercyhurst University on Thursday, February 29th. What better way to celebrate a leap year than with a Broadway superstar? Uh, she'll be at the Mary D'Angelo Performing Arts Center at 7.30 on Thursday. Tickets are still available. You can go to our website, miac.mercyhurst.edu. You can follow us on social media. Call the box office, 814-843-1000. There are still tickets left. Do not miss this concert. And... She's doing a masterclass on Wednesday night from 6 to 9 p.m. in Walker Recital Hall. She'll be working with four Mercyhurst students, but that event is free and open to the public. You don't need a ticket. The doors open at 5.30. Just show up, and uh, the evening will end with a Q&A. So mm-hmm. anyone who's there present uh, watching can ask a question of Jessica Vosk. That is incredible. And we also have a giveaway for two tickets to see Jessica Vosk front row so 
I thought they hadn't listened to this episode. Oh, no, no. They're going to have to, yeah. If you want if you want to know how to win these tickets, you have to listen to the episode when it drops tomorrow night. So, gotcha. the instructions are there. It's like it's like a little clue game. So, yeah. If you want two free <laughs> For tickets. For which the clue has been given. It has not. It has not. <laughs> okay. It's Carrie Lee Hinkson. Thank you. Thank you. Carrie Lee Hinkson. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. Thank, Thank you. All right. There's more. There's more. Gannon, Mike, General McLean. That's the Edinburgh thing. So Broadway dinner. I'm pretty sure tickets are sold out now because they went live February 20th. And I think they, they sell out like within yeah. 30 minutes every year. So you probably already had to get those, but I hope you're going. Uh, March 22nd through 24th. Barrow Civic. We're going to see the play that goes wrong tonight. Uh, that's going to be running. Well, open last night, February 23rd, and it'll be running through March 3rd. And then finally, Hatch Hollow is doing the evening of Crankies on March 23rd. <laughs> um, there are some auditions that I have to talk about real fast. Do it. So the Playhouse just announced all their auditions for the rest of the entire year. Yeah, that's awesome because you can plan. Yeah. Like you can really plan um, what you're going to audition And for. I'm not going to be here for the auditions that are happening for, for um, Sweeney Todd and Beauty and the Beast. Oh. I will be in Vermont. Well, I'm um, sure you can get a video sent in we'll see uh so march 4th and 5th are auditions for diary of a wimpy kid and that's a musical and that's at 4 30 p.m on march 4th and 5th all the rest of these will be at 6 30 p.m that's a show about me it is <laughs> <laughs> um april 14th and 15th guys and dolls may 19th and 20th newsies and shawshank redemption august 4th and 5th sweeney todd and beauty and the beast and the Barrow Civic auditions for Jesus Christ Superstar are tomorrow night and the next day. And Monday. Join me. I'm going to that. 6 to 8 p.m. 25th and 26th. And then finally, PACA is having uh, auditions for Getting Out. There will be a participatory read-through on March 3rd. And then auditions are the 4th and 5th. So you can go on March 3rd, do the read-through, be like, is this for me? Is it not for me? And then go back on audition if it is. I, I know everybody should be doing that for like lesser known material at yeah. the very least. So that's what's on eight one four. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you once again. Thank Brett you, Johnson, from Mercyhurst Institute of for Arts and Culture. <laughs> We're four. Um, or four. We're four. Or four. <laughs> Definitely four. For Arts and Culture, and the director of Mercyhurst Theater Program. So, and just a cool person. And just an awesome God. guy. Yeah, just an awesome guy. He will hang out in the parking lot with you and Alan Cumming and Ari Shapiro. And, and he's just bringing a lot of awesome things to the community. Yeah, doing so that's incredible things. Very, very glad to have you in the studio today. Thank you. I'm great. Yeah. It's great to be here. Well, this was awesome. Uh, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. And we will see you next week, Erie. Bye. Bye.